Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. And happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic City Scoreboard. I'm your host, JB, and we are right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. And like I said, I'm going to cry on air today. What, what a crushing, crushing and embarrassing loss. Monday night. <clears throat> it was just it was unbelievable. I could like I even tweeted um we got lucky with two minutes and forty five seconds left to go in the game. We didn't get lucky. Everything was just just that whole game. I, I was I had that feeling that whole day on Monday while I was at work and then you know people was was texting me how you know hey we going 10 and 3 we going to 10 and 3 hey adam how you doing adam says good evening the bulls are going to shock the heat tonight won't be much of a shock adam i mean bam out bio's not playing tyler hero's not playing not much of a shock not much of a shock and by the way, Adam, you don't care about the regular season. You beat us in April, then, then I'm going to care. All right? We just proved to everybody last year that, you know, and we proved it, and somebody proved that he don't don't value the, the regular season because now you can see Adam got me off topic. All right. You know why? Because the Heat always believe that we can take one, one game from your home court. That's the way they believe. They believe they could go up there and take one game. But back on back to the Dolphins. And I mean, it was just it was embarrassing. Like I said, I tweeted on Monday. We got lucky when it was two minutes and forty five seconds to go in the game. And we were unlucky. Uh it was just like I said, I was I was I was bothered the whole day about this game on the whole, this whole Monday. And I was just thinking about it. Like this feels this, this, I feel like something's going to happen tonight. Like what happened to Miami and Georgia tech. And that what and that what I was thinking the whole day, something miraculous is going to happen only because with well, Georgia tech, 
if you if you don't if if you can remember, they fired the whole basically the whole defensive staff, and then all of a sudden because they gave up forty some points to Bowling Green, and they fired the whole defensive staff. And listen, the players see what's going on, and the players because players saying, "Oh, we next." If something will happen, they were gonna fire the coaches, so ain't nobody gets to get rid of but us. And it was just. It, it was just that I was getting that feeling, you know, because what you call it, t- t- Tennessee Titans fired they special they special teams coordinator, which all of a sudden now the special teams go to go block a field goal. Um, they fired their secondary coach, and oh look at that, they shut the Miami receivers down. It always happens that way, um, and so I, was, I just had a bad feeling, and it. It came to fruition. Maybe I jinxed it. Maybe I didn't. Um, but it was just. It was just one of those games. I knew what was happening. What happened? Uh, the first play of the game. Xavier Howell gets injured. And I'm like, look, here it is. Here it is. Xavier Howard gets injured. Then the Dolphins go on. Um. On, uh, on offense, Connor Williams get injured on the first scrimmage, on the first play from, I mean, not the first series. And then Jalen Wallace gets injured um, a couple of plays later. I'm just like, this is this is too much. Like, And I knew. That's why I, I tweeted we got lucky. I knew we should have lost that game. And what we did, it was, it was just crazy. It was – this, this is how I felt against when we lost to Georgia Tech. It's just like, how? How? Do you know no team has ever, 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 and there's a lot of bad teams in the NFL, but no team has never lost a game with a two-touchdown lead with three minutes to go. The Dolphins became the first team on Monday night. To do so, to a bad team at that. And speaking, look, Vic Vangio, what the hell defense you was playing on in the last minutes game? Why were you playing so passive? Like you have a rookie rookie quarterback, and you just allowing him throwing lanes by playing prevent defense. Why didn't you attack him? Why did you force him to make quick decisions? Like, it, it just uh, you, you had to see the the password the password wasn't getting there. You had to see that. You had to see that every time you blitzed him, you got to him. But then yet you only blitzed him twice, and never blitzed him again. So you just had to see what was going on. But yet you sat there with that same non-aggressive defense and then you allowed them to score two touchdowns in a minute and 48 seconds this is ridiculous two touchdowns they were down 14 with two minutes and 58 seconds to go and then when the clock said 148 they were up one. They were up one. They scored two touchdowns in a minute. I would say forty-four seconds out. It was this is ridiculous. And Tennessee, we've been struggling offensively all season long. And they scored two touchdowns in a minute and 48 seconds. Two. Two touchdowns in a minute and 48 seconds. Uncalled for. Uncalled for, Vic Fangio. It was embarrassing. Embarrassing. And Mike McDaniel doesn't get a pass either. Mike McDaniel do not get a pass. Because 
every time you get to that goal line, you want to get cute. Don't get cute. You got a running back that scores 16 touchdowns. Don't get cute. Hand the ball off to him. Hand the ball off. You did that in the fourth quarter when, when you got up full touchdown, you hand the ball off. And he scored twice. You should do that in the first half when you got to the end the red zone twice. Hand the ball off. Run it in. Don't get cute. You always trying to get cute. And those wide receiver screens and those and those and those and those, and those balls you like to throw you like to throw to the to the you know you like to throw backwards. Hey, stop it. Stop it. No team has fought for that all season long. You still try to do it. Stop it. Because you know why? Somebody always misses a block. Somebody always misses a block. That's how Tyreek got hurt. And then you tried to get in on, on that third down. And they was ready for it. They're ready for that play. Leave that play out your playbook. Leave that play. I because again someone always misses the block that they need for him to spring. They always miss that block. So stop it. Stop me there. And I and this is what's irking me the most about everything is when Tyreek went out, you put in Cedric Wilson. Chase Claypool's on your team. Why are you throwing jump balls to Cedric Wilson? He's not a jump ball receiver. Chase Claypool is. And I know Adam don't want to hear it because he was a Chicago Bears and he probably quit on the Bears. Um, but Chase, Chase Claypool is on your team. But yet you want to put Cedric Wilson in to throw jump balls too. He's not a jump ball receiver. He's not a, he's not a physical receiver. So throwing jump balls to 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 Cedric Wilson. I mean, he caught he caught he caught the first one. It was the, the caught the backhand throw. But he needs you. I'm, please, why? If that's the case, then why did you trade a six round draft pick? I know it's a six round draft pick. I know, I know it's a six round. But why why even trade that for Claypool if you never attend on using him? You don't have a big body receiver that could go up and get the ball. That's why Tua has to be perfect all the damn time. Put in Claypool so you can just throw it up to him. And let's see what it just made, especially in the red zone. Put him in. He's a better blocker. And he's a he's and he's, and he's a better he's a physical receiver. You could throw jump balls too. Does it make sense why he's not given opportunity? It doesn't make sense. And I know it's everything in hindsight is twenty twenty. I'm not saying Mike McDaniel is a bad coach. I'm not saying Vic Virginia, Vic Bangio is a bad coach. All I'm saying is they messed up on Monday night. They messed up on Monday night. Being not being aggressive on defense in the four in the second half. All right, and Mike McDaniel not want to run the ball. When he's in the red zone, when he's in the five yard line, ten yard line, run the ball. Doesn't want to run the ball. He's throwing fades to Tyreek Hill and and Cedric Wilson Jr. When you got a six four, two hundred and thirty five pound receiver on the sideline, just looking at Wes Walker all damn day. Implement Chase Claypool. See what he have. That's it. Let's see what he have. It won't hurt you. It won't. Well, it could hurt your team because he could have he could give up and everything. But listen, he he knows he's on his last leg. He know. He know. He's just looking for a chance now to prove his worth, either for the Dolphins or for somebody else. But he's looking for a chance to play his worth, and y'all just. Either y'all y'all just holding them down so y'all can sign them next year and then implement him. I don't know what it was what's going on. I don't know. But if I see another fade to Tyreek Hill, 
and and another fade where this dude, even though he was held and he was passing the ferret, said it wasn't, but look, they don't call that on our receivers because you know why? We're not physical enough. We're not. So they don't call it. Please implement Chase Claypool. Let's just see what he has. That's it. That's what I'm asking. I'm sure and a lot of fans are asking. And the media is asking because you know when the media is now asking questions about Chase Claypool, the media wants to know, hey, all right, got We know. Now, Tyreek Hill went out and you left a 6'4", 235-pound, 4'4", wide receiver on the sideline. And yet you're throwing jump balls to a receiver who, 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 doesn't, who doesn't catch jump balls. Even though he's 6'2", but he's not a jump ball cat and receiver. You need someone who's gonna who, who's gonna who's going to make tough catches and then uh, and listen listen to the announcer saying, "Well, well, the Dolphins don't have that guy who could go up and get the ball." Yes, we do. Yes, we do. He's standing next to Wes Walker. That means he and, and it, he's standing right next to Walker all the game. He's trying to get in. He's trying to get in. Adam said, trust me, you don't want Claypool out there. Adam, I want Claypool out there. I know what happened in Chicago. I know what happened in Chicago. I know. I know. But I believe he's playing for his football career now. He's playing for his football career. And I think if he gets in the game, he's going to give his all. Every time he gets in the game, they put him as a run blocker, and he doesn't disappoint. He doesn't disappoint. I mean, he caught one pass, a, uh, a screen pass, and not a screen pass, but a slant. And but I believe he he want he he's playing for his football career, and he's not going to sit here and do what he did in Chicago. I, I don't think he. I don't know. If you watch practice. Um, and you watch um, Hard Knocks. He's out there. I mean, he just, he just gotta. I think just give him an opportunity. And if he if he if he slacks up and he does what he was doing, then you take him out, take him out the game, and you cut him. You take him out, and you cut him. But you can't you can't have your jump ball receiver be Cedric Wilson Jr. You can't. You can't. There's no margin of error with that, with him. You got to throw the ball perfect for him to be successful. Not with Claypool. Just throw it up. Just throw it up. Just throw it up. And then you sign... As and as you know, he knew Big Vangio that the pass rush was lacking this game. The pass rush was lacking, and and so what he do? They signed Melvin Ingram, but and then to yesterday they signed Melvin yesterday, and they signed two centers um, yesterday, and they signed Jonathan Harris, another left tackle. I don't from the Jets, um, so I don't trust no. No offensive lineman from Jets. If you got cut from the Jets, then you're not good. You're not good. But they they sign, um, as you know, um, Connor Williams is out for the season, and that's bad news. That's bad. I really think that's the reason why they couldn't to didn't play well because nobody want to don't want nobody don't want to say nothing that you know after Connor Williams went out, now the Dolphins is playing four backups. At, at the offensive line, four, only one starter that's that's supposed to be a starter was playing yesterday. Four backups from left tackle all the way to right guard. Four backups was playing playing Monday night, and of course Tennessee D line ate them up. Four backups, Chris Greer, we need. To get people in here that can stay healthy for the season, it is 
tiring every year. Every year. Toronto Armstead missed five or six games. Whoever you put at left left guard always be out for the season. After after a couple of games, he's out for the season, like last year, and now getting this year. Isaiah Wynn is out. Even he was playing well. Now he's out for the season. All right. Connor Williams is out for the season. And Robert Hunt has a nagging hamstring injury. Four. And four of them not, might not play next week against, against the Jets. And the Jets got probably one of the best D-lines in, in football. So if the Tennessee Titans and they backups and their backups just ate the O-line alive. So what do you think with the Jets and their defensive line going to do? Listen, you got it. And I'm going to say this. Toram said it's probably one of the best left tackle when healthy. He's probably one of the best. He's probably the third best when healthy. I, I will put um Trent Williams, um, the guy we had before before Toromstead, um, the one at Houston. I forgot his name. Oh, when it happens, um, the Bong guy, um, and then it comes Toromstead. <laughs> Toromstead went healthy, but that's just it. That's just it. When is he healthy? Let's we got like again. I know this is they're not going to cut him, so I'm not I'm not suggesting that because you know next year is his, his last ever guaranteed contract. They're not going to cut him, but you have to get some depth in the O line because you sign a a lot of oft injured players on that O-line, and guess what that's happening? They're all getting injured. Isaiah Wynn had injury problems in New England, so guess what happened? He got injured. Connor Williams had injury problems in Dallas, so guess what happened? He got injured. Robert Hunt, uh, never had never been the case for him, but now he has a, just, you know, our luck, he has a nagging, a hamstring injury. Austin Jackson, the savior of our O-line, um, who was he didn't? I was gonna say horrible last year because he didn't play. He played all but two games last year, and he was out for the season. But now he's a stalwart. But now he's he's being tested because he's the only starter, and they're running stunts all game against the Dolphins. You know, inexperienced O line, and it's affecting him. It's affecting him. So, Chris Gary, you got to do something with this O-line. You got to do something. You can't have this. Four starters is not playing. That is ridiculous. And I know you don't want to arrest everybody for the playoff, but no, you got to tell everybody to toughen it up. You got to play. Especially this week. Toughen up. You got to play. Toughen up. Go take some painkillers or whatever. You got to play. You got to play. Because the Jets is going to have a feast on that O-line if that's what it is. If it's those, if it's those if four guys in Austin Jackson, they're going to have a feast. So we gotta do something. We gotta do something. We need again. Somebody. All Dolphins need to do is draft. They got six picks. The Dolphins need to draft four offensive linemen and two inside linebackers. Four offensive linemen and two inside linebackers. They need to fix that the depth on that O-line and get some linebackers. And a tight end if you can find a tight end. If you can find a tight end. But that's a need. I mean, it just loss was embarrassing. And of course, you know the national media couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. Like, this is the worst loss ever in NFL. 
not even the worst loss of this year. Not even close. But it was the Dolphins, and they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait to call him fraud. They couldn't wait to um, kick dirt in their face. Couldn't wait, couldn't wait to put down to a, like, Brock Purdy play like an MVP when Trent Williams and Debo, and Debo um, Samuel was out. Hey, salute to you, Marcus. Salute to you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Like Brock Purdy didn't didn't he? Brock Purdy played horrible without without Trent Williams and Debo Samuel. But hey, looking for any reason to to, to put down on put Tua down, any reason. Any reason. So we look the coach staff gotta do better. They gotta put this team in a better position to win these type of games. Mike McDaniel again, run the ball. Alright, run the ball when you're inside the ten yard line. Give it a try. Just give it a try. See how it works out. You did in the fourth quarter and it scored two touchdowns. Just give it a try. Just give it a try and see how that worked out for us. That's it. Input Claypool. Input Claypool. I know Chicago, the Chicago fans are saying, no, he sucks. But I believe Chicago fans don't want to see Claypool succeed because he quit on them. And he did quit on the Chicago Bears. All right. That's a no no. He's a professional, um, he gets paid. And he quit on the Chicago Bears this year. He quit. And so I know why he's hated in the Chicago area. I would hate him too if he quit on the Dolphins. That's why a lot of Dolphin players don't like Mika Fitzpatrick. Because they feel like he quit. And that's why. So, it's just, like I said, no, I didn't cry. I was not not really going to cry, all right? But it was heartbroken. It was heartbreaking. And I'm looking at this TV, and I'm like, what is going on? What is going on here? What is happening? Did the, the bad Tennessee Titans, a horrible football team, just scored two touchdowns in a minute and 48 seconds? You see Will Levis looking like he won a Super Bowl. Talk about, oh, it's this... Uh, we have hard. Watch the game blow it out next week. Watch. Watch. Watch the game blow it out. Just watch. Just watch. All because our defensive coordinator did not want to put any pressure on. On a rookie quarterback. That's all. That's and that's it. And that's why. And that is why. It's, all right, we're gonna turn the tape. We're gonna turn the page. All right, we are going to turn the page on this game. Um, and just move on. Get past it. Um, do not let this game cost you the next game Dolphins please please we don't need another December collapse all right we're gonna take a quick break all right and then when we come back we're gonna talk a little bit more Dolphins we're gonna um talk about the Jets all right we're gonna talk about the Jets um and we're gonna talk Hurricanes recruiting um a big a big a big quarterback recruit came by and visited 
this past couple of days. Um, so we're going to talk about that, all right? Hey, this is Mac to see the scoreboard. I'm your host, JB, right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. And see you in a few. Sports fans, do you like teams that are tough, cities that are tougher, and fan bases that are passionate about their teams? How about teams that are historic and stadiums that are iconic? Then you belong in Chicago, and you need to check out Chi-Town Weekly. Join me, Adam Kernan, every week as we keep up with all things Chicago sports. Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, White Sox. We'll cover them all, plus more. The Windy City is always buzzing, and we'll keep you up on all the big games and major stories. So tune in to Chi-Town Weekly every week right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Davidson. It's your boy, Lentarius Lock. And we're the hosts of Fast Break here on IE Sports Radio, where we discuss everything in the world of basketball from prep to the pros. You guys definitely check us out, man. Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We got all the basketball information you guys need, so we look forward to you guys listening in. And please do, because we are the best basketball show on this side of the Mississippi. And please do check us out on Twitter at FastBreakISR. D-Lock, where's our time again? 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. That gives you guys plenty of time on a Sunday. Tune in. your boy, Marcus Lowe's great. Here to give you what you want. Here to give you what you need. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming to you live. Straight from your mama's basement with a crispy white tea. <laughs> They're coming to you live every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Powered by IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. And welcome back. To Majesty the Scoreboard, I'm your host JB right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. And tis the weekend. Tis the weekend. I know tis the season, but this is the weekend. 
when the J-E-T-S suck, suck, suck comes to town and bringing all their annoying fans with them. Ah, but this is a big game. All right. The Jets would love nothing. Would love nothing to pour salt on our wounds. They would love nothing to do that. You know that they're feeling kind of, how should I say, froggy now. You know, they won. And Zach Wilson threw for 300 yards. Um, even, even they went through all. See, when the team goes through all this commotion and turmoil during that week, something happens. Somehow they find a way to win. All right. Everything's been cool. So hopefully that's it. Hopefully we can, we can knock them down to earth. They coming in with a big head. They coming in. Um, you know, the Dolphins are injured, especially in the O-line. So the, do- the the injuries is directly impacting the Jets' strength, and especially if Tyreek don't play, um, which he's he's not been ruled out, but he's still questionable uh, with, with the ankle injury. Oh gosh, that has been ruled. All right, that has been, not been ruled out, but I, you know the Jets will look. Not, Everything that the all the Dolphins injury is playing to the Jets strength. All the injuries is playing to the Jets strength. And not to mention the weather could be bad down here. I mean they got some tropical I'm uh, not some some wet some some front just hovering over us and might not leave no time soon. Just rain the wind. Rain the wind. It started today. And it could it could affect Sunday. It could. They always say, um, they say it will, but you know, it, stuff happens. But it's crazy. I'm sorry for. But yeah, I mean, they're gonna love. They they would love to beat us. They would love to beat us. And they're gonna try. We have to be prepared. The Dolphins have to be prepared. And I'm going to tell you, Tennessee's are, the Jets are, are a much better team than Tennessee. Much better team than Tennessee. And they're coming to whoop our ass. The Dolphins need to be ready. We need to be ready for this game. All right, so I hope whatever, and then the injuries is is is. I've got by X. X got a hip injury that he suffered on the first play of the game, um, but he still injured. He played through it, but you know when you sit down, you re, you rest on Tuesday, and that injury just 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 starts throbbing, and that's what happened. And so he needs to. Everybody needs to get healthy. It just, ah, uh, it just, it just, it just, when the injury bug bit us in the beginning. It, <clears throat> and now it's biting us in the end. Especially with the O line. They need to, so they need to prepare for the Jets and prepare hard. And, See what happened. I mean, I don't, I don't know. That's like I, nine and a half. If you a betting man and the Dolphins are nine and a half favorite, I'm, I would take the Jets. All right, the Dolphins not beating them by ten points. I would take the Jets. This is this is like it's gonna be a three point game. It's gonna be a three point game and take the under. But if you a betting man, I'll take the Jets. I'm hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I'll take the Jets. But that's Sunday, everybody. Dolphin fans, um, Dolphin haters, y'all know y'all gonna watch. 
Um, and, and before I, I get off the subject, everybody, all the Dolphin fans are up in arms um, that Jim Nance and Tony Romo is calling the game. Um, to all y'all, those all y'all say, oh well, you know, uh, that's good. That's the number one team. We hate Finns Nation. Hate Jim Nance and Tony Romo, mostly Tony Romo. We hate it. We lose when they when they call a game. We love Kevin Harlan. We love Kevin Harlan. Um, so we hope he calls. I doubt it, but I hope he calls. The um, Baltimore game. That's the next big game. Uh, but Tony Romo is. Look, I don't like Tony Romo. I don't like. It. I don't think he's good as good at his job. Um, but you know that's me. Um, and so that's who's calling the game. And Finns Nation is <coughs> is not happy about that. Not happy. But we gotta do it. We gotta do it. So. Sunday, one o'clock. Hopefully the weather's better than what it is now. It's rainy. It's windy now. It's dreary. If it was cold, it'd be snow, and it'd be much better because the season. I rather snow. Well, I, listen to my cousin in Minnesota. Uh, if I tell my brother I rather snow than rain, he like, no, you don't. You never been it. You've never been. You never been uh, through a snowstorm, so you don't know better. Hey. All I know is snow is is pretty and white. That's all I know. But hey, you're right. I don't know the I don't know the, the situation when when you get snowed in, or your driveway is covered with snow, or your car is covered with snow. Like uh, what happened in Buffalo last year? I swore I was looking at Game of Thrones, and they was on um, there was north there was north of the wall. I swore that was. But hey, Dolphins and Jets Sunday, go Dolphins! And if you're a Jets fan, I don't care too much about you. I'm gonna say I hate you. I don't care too much about you. Your team sucks. Your team sucks. All right. I don't know how you sit there in New York with the Giants right there, and then you choose to cheer for the Jets. Doesn't make any sense to me. You have a choice, and you chose the Jets. You deserve your misery, Jets fans. You deserve it. All right? Joby Jets, you deserve your misery. You had a chance. You could have picked, not all the teams, but you could have picked the Giants. They would win the Super Bowls. They were always competitive back then, probably when y'all was a kid. Y'all could pick the Giants, but then y'all chose the Jets. All that tells me is you people who choose the Jets over the Giants are glutton for punishment. You love punishment. You love to be ridiculed. Just like you live in LA or the well, LA, you know, you choose the Clippers, but you choose to be a, a Clippers fan. Like, why would you choose to be a Clippers fan? And the lick is right there. But there's a few people, a small percentage of people in LA chooses to be Clippers fans. Maybe because it was easy to get sick, get tickets. Maybe it's easy to get tickets. But New Yorkers, New York Jets fans, you deserve everything you get. You deserve every year. Every year. You deserve every year of losers. You deserve every year of pain that you go through because you had a choice. You could have chose the Giants. Even I would have chose the Giants right now. I would have chose the Giants last year. The year before. Even when the Giants are sorry, I still would choose the Giants over the Jets. You'll choose the Jets. So you you chose. You chose. You chose to be miserable. And what they said about misery, they love company. That's all your Jets fans get together just to be miserable. That's your team sucks. Ugh. 
y'all y'all deserve what y'all get, Jets fans. Y'all deserve what y'all get. We're gonna pivot to the other football team, the college football team, the Miami Hurricanes. As you know, Taliban Dag entered the transfer portal. All right, now they only have one healthy quarterback, and that's Jacory Brown. And some say he's, he could leave, too. He could enter the transfer portal. Um, and so, right now, so they're, on, they're pursuing very, very, very hard. They're pursuing Cam Ward from Washington State. Um, they're also pursuing Will, well, Will Powers from K-State. But I think they want uh, Cam Ward more okay um he was in town yesterday for tuesday tuesday and wednesday for a visit everybody can see this the the paper circulating um the picture him and prime 112 if you've never been to prime 112 um it's pretty good Uh, it was not it's pretty good listen I'll take my wife to Prime 112. Not my girl. But I'll take my wife to Prime 112. I'll take my wife. Take my wife, yes. Oh, Adam says, I'll put it this way. You don't have to shovel rain. <laughs> uh, I seen snow for the first time, Adam, um, four years ago. I see snow for the first time. And we was driving to Minnesota from Miami. We drove to Minneapolis because um, my cousin bought a car, um, and he wanted he wanted to drive it. He wanted to drive it up, and so he needed somebody to come with him. So I came. Um, so we drove the car, and as we was going through Iowa, snow started to fall. I never seen them before in my life. Never. And I was so excited until it wouldn't stop, until I couldn't see the road no more. I, I didn't know where the road ends and where it began. It was all white. All white. And guess what? All, we, we were driving in our sandals and a very, very, very light hoodie. Sandals, very light hoodie. And we had to stop for gas. And that by this time, the snow then reached at least two feet. And we had to walk with our sandals and a hoodie to the gas station and he looking at us like he just saw two Martians and he was like what is going on here guys and we were like we from Miami he like say no more alright we, we, I understand <laughs> we drove here from Miami he was like I understand I understand uh, so he uh, so he was like okay he goes There's some shoes over there and the, some thermal hats is over there so y- y'all go get it, and that's what we did. We bought some hats and you know, bought some sweaters from the from the gas station. You know, it was a truck stop, so they always had they got stuff. But I seen snow, and they all came all at once, and I was like, I don't want to see no more. I don't want to see no more. Then we get to Minnesota. It wasn't snowing much, but it was minus two degrees. It was my it wasn't snowing, but it was minus two degrees, and so I'm like, oh okay, I got the winter storm. I got it. I got it, but it was bad. Like my cousin said, like I like, oh, it was, and it was. We drove overnight, so it was by the time it was morning time, and the snow, and the snow had settled, and it was setting in. I'm like, look how beautiful it is. He's like, what? You don't gotta shove that. You don't gotta shovel that. Look at that. The car's covered. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, un- you gotta uncover the car. You gotta pour hot water on the windshield. Look at it. It's, it goes. It's hard work, man. It's, it's annoying. I'm like, eh, stop complaining. It's snow. Let the kids go out and play. Like, no, you don't kids don't go out and play. It's work. Yeah, you don't shovel. Yeah, right. You don't shovel rain, but let it rain for a while. You get five inches of rain. You get um, you get five inches, six inches of rain. Guess what, Adam? It's going in your house. <laughs> it's going in your house. Okay, that's even worse. Is going in your house. Your house is going to be flooded. Your car is going to be flooded. All right. People over here 
I, I work with insurance, so I, you know how many claims I got to handle um, because people because people want to drive through a puddle and they think they don't they didn't they don't realize it was that deep. At least it was snow. You could get a, a snowplow, a snow a snowplow or a snow machine, and get rid of it. But Cam Ward came by. He came. He visit. Um, Will Powerful Kansas State is coming this weekend. Uh, like I said, I believe Miami wants Cam Ward. Is up. To, I, I believe they want him more. Um, he said it was smooth. Um, he said he liked it. Um, he had fun. Of course he is. He's gonna have fun in this Miami. They something like if you're not, you're just gonna come in and have fun. Um, and he met Rick Ross. Uh, who knows who we met inside the inside Prime One Twelve, um, and it's just you know wait and see I guess now. Uh, reports came by some sources said that he loved it that he's ready to sign. He just want to have his moment. Um, so I don't know what moment you want to have if he's going to visit Florida State this weekend. So they say he want to have his moment. Um, and again, why he's deciding? You and me still looking for. Um, Still looking for other quarterbacks. Um, they're looking for. They're still looking for more receivers since Kobe Young decided he wants to transfer. Um, I didn't understand that one, but hey, that's that kid decision. Um, maybe he don't believe in what's going on with the quarterbacks. He, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, there's some notable portable um, transfers that um, Miami. Might be interested, like Marvin Jones Jr. He's a local kid. He grew up here. You know, his father's from from Miami. He went to went to Florida State. Um, don't understand why, but he did. <clears throat> um, and then after Florida State, he went to go play for that disgusting franchise. He got drafted. Now he went to go play. He got drafted by that disgusting franchise called the New York Jets. Um, and he was for the play for the Jets for nine years. Um, so and now his son is, like I said, was from here. Went to American Heritage. Went to Georgia, and they all—I don't know why—he went to Georgia. Now he's one—he transferring. Um, I don't know how he feels, but you know, a lot of people saying, "Well, he's going to Florida State because his father went to Florida State." Um, some people say, "Hey, he's going to um, Miami because he's from Miami, and his brother plays for the Hurricanes, Daryl Porter Jr." Um, so. Who knows? Uh, wait and see. But that could be a big pickup. It could be a great pickup. Um, and the receiver uh, from Alabama, he also transferred. Um, he's in the transfer portal. He also is from Miami. Um, so let's see. Um, he can replace Kobe Young. He can replace Kobe Young. I believe a lot of things will be settled. Like Jeremiah Smith. And if you follow college recruiting, Yeah, that is sorry, Adam. Yeah, that is a long drive from Miami to Minnesota. Um, twenty six hours to be this, to be exact, and we had no rest, no stop. So whoever wasn't driving had to be sleeping in the car. Whoever was driving had to be sleeping in the car. Uh, but but I do believe if they if they if they sign Cam Ward. And have a a bona fide quarterback that could help with, with, with transfer transfer portal, and it could help high school. Cause you get Cam Cam Ward, he can call Jeremiah Smith and and let him know, like I'm here, I'm here, I'm proven, and I and I can do this. Now I need you to come here. I need you to come here. So. So I think he can do that. So I'm hoping Cam Ward decides that he wants to come play for the Miami Hurricanes. Like I said, somebody says already done deal. He just holding off. He just waiting for his moment um, to sign. He wants. I guess they want to do a big thing. I don't know. I don't know. But um, and then, you know, so he going. He also got to take other business because he got to keep people on their toes. And so it, you know, let's go and. That would be a good get for the Miami Hurricanes. It would be a good get. 
Kiko Alonso decided he, he would stay. Um, he had a great season. Everybody thought he was going to leave, but he decided to stay. But Matt Lee, the Hurricane Center, he decided to enter the NFL draft. Um, no, that sucks. That sucks. Yes, I got the full experience. I already got the full experience of, of snow. No snow. I would move. I want to move. Like I said, my goal is to move to a place where they have seasons. Okay. I want to move to a place where it snows in the winter, spring, so you can appreciate. Like, mind you, can't appreciate spring and summer because it's hot, forty nine weeks out of the year. So you can't appreciate. You cannot appreciate. Um, spring and summer you cannot appreciate the fall like when i being um i was in georgia one time and i saw the leaves change like oh wow this is beautiful all the leaves was orange like this is fall okay i just want to go move to a place where i can experience the four seasons that's it I, you know oh you don't like the cold man eh, buy a jacket i buy a jacket and i just stay inside if, it's, if it gets too cold stay inside I don't gotta be outside. I don't gotta be outside. I don't. And I can watch Cam Ward play for the Hurricanes next year. You know, I could. You know, that's what I would love to do. I would love to watch Cam Ward. Um, and you know, hopefully he get he he brings somebody over. But again, there's haters out there like Joe Clatt who says. Or he don't think Cam Ward would be a Heisman Trophy type candidate if he goes to the Miami. Like Joe Clatt clearly does not watch Miami football, so he doesn't know. He doesn't look at stats. Miami is top has a top ten offensive line, top ten rushing the offense. You know what I mean? They they were top ten, and um, the receivers to combine were top. They have top ten numbers. The reason, the reason, and the only reason was sunk this team was that one bad call at Georgia Tech and three games where the quarterback threw more than three in, more than three interceptions. The quarterback sunk us this year, and I'm gonna say it again: the quarterback sunk us. He sunk us. All right, we need a quarterback. That if you have, you could throw a eight. Literally, all they had to do with Van Dyke was throw eight man in coverage, and he was, <laughs> and he was gone. He 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 didn't know what to do. He just threw interception. He didn't know what to do. Eight man coverage. Stay down receiver. Stay down. He loved stretching so much he just stared him down. Everybody knew where he was going. And so we we are quarterback away for being a, a, a contender, and that's it. And I, I will stand on that. I will stand on that. One quarterback away. One quarterback. So hopefully by next week, when I come back on and do Magic City Scoreboard episode forty-seven, right here on IE Sports Radio, hopefully Cam Ward would have made his decision. And decide to play football his last year for the Miami Hurricanes. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping. But again, this is my hope and my dreams. But all right, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for for joining me today. Uh, thank you, Marcus and Adam. I appreciate you guys. All right. Hey, you're going uh, same time next week, all right? This is Back to See the Scoreboard. I'm your host, JB, right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Y'all have a great day and have a great weekend, okay? And if you're in Miami, stay dry.